fellas, there are work zones in your path to self-actualization, and there's nothing wrong with that. In that regard, I'm just like you. I once subscribed to a belief that being a man going his own way was the loneliest path on earth, but I sort of disagree. Because look at the device you're listening to or watching me on. I got you, and vice versa. This very device, don't care what it is, it kind of uh, allows for a support system at your fingertips. But when I step away from the computer, when I step away from the phone, it's time to deal with the world, warts and all. It's time to deal with the world alone. We all know what the last stop is on the highways and byways of life are, but as humans, we all know that the space in between the endpoints is way more important than the endpoints themselves, right? But for me, the endpoints are more important because it's just me walking to a fishing spot. Something as simple as that. When I think of the enlightened path, we're just going to call it that, right? When I think of the enlightened path, I think of waterways. I see it differently than I did 20 years ago because it seemed like there was no end in sight. Like an ongoing, seemingly infinitely long ray across. It was like staring at the ocean as far out as you can, as far as the eye can see. Today, though, it's a lot like staring at the other side of the pond. There's a destination, and you can get there by either boating, swimming, or just walking around it. This meditation is to help you know how far away you might be in your journey. Here's your prep. This part is optional. You don't have to necessarily do it, but it helps. In the series, in our meditation series here, go to part 30, the sound of water, and listen to that. After that, Go ride, drive, or walk to either a large lake, a river, or an ocean, and just stand at the edge. Start your meditation with one. Watch your breath as you take in the air. Two. Let your mind take a scan of your entire life as far back as you could remember to the present day. Hell of a trip, ain't it? Now three. Look out as far as you can. Far out into where the lake, river, or ocean goes. At the same time, start to notice what the other side looks like. Do you see land on the other side? Do you see just water? Four. Let your mind scan everything that's happened today. Forget it. Then think about the future. Look further out again. Go ahead. Five. Ask yourself. In my path, am I getting close to the other side? Do I have an infinitely long way across? Or a little bit of both when I look at this water? Interesting. Six. For some of you that are getting close to the other side, 
perhaps you're near your last stop. For some of you that have an infinitely long way across, perhaps you have a whole life ahead of you. For some of you that see the other side, and yet you have an infinitely long way across, maybe it's not all that important either way. You just want to go fishing. And then seven, end your meditation. Get back home. There was obvious symbolism there. But for those that don't get it, people that see the other side of the particular body of water when you stand at the edge, that would usually mean that one is closest to death. People that see the other side and perceive it to be a long way out are usually younger men with a longer way to go. And finally, people that see it both ways can be the man that cherishes the journey and the path that he has by just living in the now. And there's people that don't see the analogy at all. And would just say, hey, to hell with it. I'm just going to live my life. And there's truly nothing wrong with that. Excuse me for the prescriptive approach, though. This is for all men. I'm only encouraging you to see your fellow man as an individual on his path to self-actualization. And to that, I say peace, gentlemen.